Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Michael Newman. All right. In today's episode, we are going to talk about the biggest Heisman snubs of all time. So uh, how, how we'll kind of do this, there's so many to consider here. And it's, we got to be honest, it's like you're splitting hairs and we're not going to be, uh, we're, we're going to be honest here. Like it's really hard to decide like some yeah. of the biggest snubs. So we really want to just put out a lot out there. So I was we'll kind of give baby. a ton of out of them. Yeah, I was a were. big baby about this yeah. episode because Ryan and I were texting each other. Hey, what should the episode be tomorrow? Yeah. And yeah. Ryan came up with this idea. I was like, okay, yeah, that is a good idea. Let's talk about some Heisman snubs. And then I started looking at it and I'm like, I would, I need a full week yeah. to comb through every year. Look at all the stats, but I don't have a full week. I have, a, no. I have, we got a day job. I got a baby. A I got hours. a life, yeah. but I do want to, you know, I don't want to just, I told Ryan like, I'm going to be BSing the listeners and the viewers if, if we do this. And you're like, you can do it, Michael. Just like, just, just look they at the They don't know lists. it's BS. Come on now. No, well, I just <laughs> want to be honest. But I did, you know, I did. I took a couple hours to go through it. And, yeah. and uh, you know, I feel a little better now, but it's still really hard. No, it, it is. And, you know, like whenever we do rankings or whenever anybody does rankings, people get all bent out of shape over like, Oh, you should have had this person ahead of them or whatnot. And before we even start, we'll say, you're probably right. Like, <laughs> well, that's what the comments know, are for. It, that's what, the yeah. Comments. Like, it's, it's legit Discord and it's a matter of opinion and it's all for fun. But so we'll, we'll throw out a bunch of honorable mentions um, that we feel worth mentioning. Um, and then at the end, we'll, we'll each have a top three that I was able to convince Michael to finally do. So <laughs> right before the episode, yeah. I was like, why don't we just throw out a bunch of snubs and talk about them? And mm-hmm. Ryan's like, no, you got to do a top three. And so at least give me a I top three. It. Like what else are we doing? I don't, here? I don't like it, but I did it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get going. All right, Michael, you give me your, one of your, you know, lower honorable mentions if you have any there. Okay. Well in 2019, Joe Burrow, did should not have won <laughs> that's one of the most like not you know that case is like the he clearly does i mean there's another episode, that's another, another that's one where it was one. like that's never no talked doubter about. yeah the, yeah because they always talk about snubs yeah we're just we're just here repeating snubs Ooh, okay maybe next episode or we could do another <laughs> next we could time. do another patreon episode maybe we could Ooh, do that's that's an idea you know like clear heisman winners where there was no debate and there was right Ooh, i like that Patreon.com slash college football bros. Subscribe. Joe Burrow is definitely one. There's your tease, guys. He's definitely one. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. So you're looking for a snub that was not on my well, here's okay. I'll just start out. I'm gonna go to 2020. Okay. Oh, camera went out. I'm gone. And you know gone. why? Because this cause this is because I was complaining too much before the episode. <laughs> Karma. My camera yeah. probably overheated. Well <laughs> and it's gone. And it's gone. All right. Well, listeners don't care. So going yeah. to 2020, I'm not going to say that this is a snub because Devonta Smith was oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and especially what now the Heisman, here's another thing. In this episode, Ryan, were you considering bowl games and saying, wow, in hindsight, nah, I mean, this. maybe once, but like just as a more of like a, you know, like, see, you should have done it, but you know, uh, not not entirely. No, not entirely. Yeah, I don't think it should count at all because it's that's not when it's they the voted. System. I'm back. Yeah. I'm back on camera. <laughs> not to worry. Yeah. Okay. 
But so Devonta Smith became even clearer of a Heisman winner. Like, he had a great playoff and especially the yeah. national championship. That I think he got injured like early in the second half or maybe late first half, but still put up like 200 yards or something crazy. So he was amazing. He kind of cemented it there. But, but I want to bring it up is because I wonder what would have happened if, if Mac Jones were not just some random three star who didn't yeah. have a lot of expectations. Like if he was just, let's say Trevor Lawrence had that sort of a stature out of high school and had, you know, in this case it would be waiting in the wings to, yeah. to get the, the job and came in with young. more hype. I wonder if 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 Mac Jones would have won because he had maybe a top two or three statistical quarterback season of all time. Yeah, I mean, I That's know now point. it's easier for quarterbacks to get numbers, but at the time it was the highest pass efficiency rating of any quarterback ever in a single season, higher than Joe Burrow. Um, not as quite as voluminous as Joe, Joe yeah. Burrow, but still still big numbers. Eleven point two yards per pass attempt, forty one touchdowns, four picks. 77% completions like it was unbelievable and yeah. we've we've talked about this before but if um if Jalen Waddle hadn't gotten hurt cuz they exactly Jalen Waddle and DeVonta Smith I think Waddle might have even had a few more yards when he got hurt or at least it was close so in that case there's no way DeVonta Smith would have won the Heisman if if Waddle stayed healthy and that's maybe the thing there Jones. Yeah. yeah no that's a good point I mean I, I think to, after even you know all things considered Waddle did get hurt and Smith stepped up and was still managed to put up insane yeah. numbers, even though teams he was were deserving. Trying he, was to lie. he was definitely deserving, but that's, you made a good argument there for Mac Jones. And um, I do find that interesting. Good point. Again, not, uh, not saying he's a snub, but just right. kind of interesting. Yeah. I have a couple of those two where it's like, yeah, I'm not saying it's should have happened, but uh, well, let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right. All right. So number like for me here, like, uh, uh, just a couple of interesting things that I found looking at this. Um, Ty Detmer, uh, he yeah, won the Heisman yeah. in 1990. You know how many interceptions he threw that year? Well, I'm getting the feeling that it's like a lot. So I'll say 17. 28. Oh, <laughs> he threw 28 <laughs> interceptions. Oh. And he won the Heisman. How does that happen? <laughs> That's a lot. Of, what? That, it's too much. I could That's not believe that. I was like, what the f- how how do you win the highest with throwing 28 picks it's the fifth most did, ever did that did that lead the, oh, okay so that had to have led the nation I, that year pretty sure it led the nation that year i didn't look that yeah. year but i looked all time and it was fifth mm-hmm. so i'm assuming it led that year but I, I i don't get it i mean he threw 41 touchdown passes which you know is a lot for but 1990 yeah. but come on 28 that's it's hard. That's it's hard to believe that he would have made up for that enough to, to I, win exactly. The like I, I that year, I probably would have voted for Bienemy, uh, Eric Bienemy, Colorado running back. Mm-hmm. Just looking back at the stats and stuff, uh, but wow, I found that very very interesting. Like fifth most interceptions ever, but he won a Heisman. <laughs> he won that. So. Wow, <laughs> it's like a Brett Favre type season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's see some other honorable mentions. Uh, who did I have here? Well, you know, couldn't find a, a better guy to to list here. OJ Simpson yeah. of USC. Yeah. I left him off my list. <laughs> just because <laughs> just just he's OJ. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, at the time. Yeah, I know. It, it's fair. Time, we it's didn't true. know. We didn't know. Yeah. So uh, Gary Beban of UCLA. Yeah. Won it, quarterback, and you can't just look at 
stats of, of quarterbacks from back then because it's so different to today. You have to compare it at least to to other quarterbacks of the era. Um, but he was outside of the top 20 in the nation in passing yards, had eight touchdowns, seven picks, which as a ratio wasn't bad then, but still it wasn't yeah. wasn't a lot of touchdowns. And he only rushed for 227 yards. So he I'm not sure much. how how he won it. Um, OJ for USC led the nation in rushing yards, tied for second in touchdowns, also beat UCLA head-to-head USC. Yeah. And, and OJ scored a long game-winning touchdown run in that game. So uh just yeah so yeah, yeah that, i mean that's that's definitely a deserving one i just you know oj's not deserving is the only thing so but you're right Fair. you're right yeah um all right here's one that doesn't really get mentioned much um tony dorsett in 1975 so he won it in 76 i had this one you know what this one is on my top three is in my top Whoa. three Wow. Well, you just ruined Chill, that, Ryan. But... I made the top three like 10 minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, you know, but this one's not it. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Well, okay. So, well, you make the case. All right. The winner was Archie Griffin. Uh, who that was a second back to, you know, that was a, it was back to back. He rushed for 1,450 yards, but just four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. I'm not a big touchdowns, touchdowns guy. Cause I know, not a big opportunity, t- but four yeah I, I know exactly same with me if it's like 15 to 22 or something like okay yeah, like, well whatever. you know whatever but like four come on now. <laughs> yeah. um so, so 1450 yards four touchdowns tony dorsett rushed for 236 more yards and had nine more touchdowns plus he averaged 1.1 yards more per carry so like he was better in every single way played Top teams, you know, we played Pitt and they were finished. I think they finished 15th. Uh, so they weren't like a bad team or anything. So, I mean, Ohio State was better, which is, I think, partially why Archie Griffin got it. But I just don't see, and Dorsett was a physical freaking specimen, like mm-hmm. playing for a good team. So I'm not sure. I think that was a screw. I, th- I thought Tony Dorsett should, should have won it. I'm not yeah, sure there was- what happened there. I he was it was in my I had this third on my list but I didn't even have necessarily one stuff like you could pick Tony Dorsett there was like Chuck Muncy for Cal yeah. at running back yeah there was another guy too year. I forget there was there were just USC's more... guy USC had a guy well yeah yeah uh was it uh uh it wasn't like a super famous name Ricky Bell I think yes uh oh, led yeah. the nation in rushing yards and yeah he had like... I, I felt like Griffin should have been like fifth I know it just didn't seem like he should have even been up there, so yeah. I, that's that's why that was on my list. Um, okay, all right, let's see here. Oh well, okay, let's go to two thousand one because this this was a, honestly one of the first mm. Heisman's that I remember following because um, yeah. it was because Nebraska quarterback Eric Crouch won it, and so it's hard it, to gauge these two. I know. So I don't feel strongly about this one because, yeah. yeah, option quarterback versus traditional quarterback. He, Not how even do you traditional, it? like Harry. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Playing for Steve Spurrier, Rex yeah. Grossman was, I I think I probably would vote Rex Grossman if I was there at the time. Um, just because, like, his numbers at Florida were gaudy. Um, I think it's maybe because he was a sophomore, which at the time, nowadays they don't care about that. I, I think. Yeah. But I think at the time it was still a thing. You know, they didn't, they favored going with yeah. seniors over underclassmen. Um, but Grossman led the nation in yards per pass attempt. 
He was first among power conference quarterbacks in passing yards and touchdowns. Like he just had a huge year. And yeah. Crouch was was really good and kind of carried a Nebraska team that, you know, as we saw in the national championship, maybe wasn't the most amazing around him, but I don't know. Yeah. That one, I mean, that's a fair argument to make there. And it's a very difficult one because Crouch just like you said, he kind of carried that team that wasn't that great, but also it's just, you're not, he wasn't going to put up big stats. I mean, yeah. uh, especially as a passer. I mean, the passing stats were worse than you would even like for a <laughs> option bad. quarterback. But wasn't it like five horrible. and a half yards per pass attempt? I didn't even, was it that low? I thought it was. No, no, maybe I was, was, you know what the problem there was? You know what I did? I, one of those guys where even though he's, it lists on sports reference, his rushing stats first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. this guy must have been well, a running back. treated him as a running back. I know. Uh, so maybe that's funny. what I was looking at. Maybe it was five and a half yards He had seven touchdown carry. passes to 10 picks. I think he completed 55% of his passes. I don't. I didn't. I can't recall the yards per attempt, but. It probably I mean, was more than that. Probably more than that because yeah. they would usually only throw deep. But, yeah. Uh, but his rushing, he ran for like 1,100 yards or something like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, so that that's all huge, obviously, from. And it's like when, when it. He's got to run decide option, when like, to pitch it. Yeah, run yeah, the option. Like, it's, it's not just his rushing yards that count. So yeah, I don't know exactly. how to weigh that, but and I his was also Rex- a careerish achievement. You know, well, like, I don't like that. That's what they said at the time, and it. I understand it even to this day. Like, if you want to say Rex Grossman deserves it, I'm not going to say like, no, you're wrong. Like, okay, that's fine. I'm just glad Crouch won it. Um, so you're looking up the average yards per attempt, Mike, and it was uh. It was eight, so okay. Yeah, because they just throw it to Tracy Westrom deep, like every time they play yeah, action. Yeah, yeah, that was it. But 124 pass efficiency, pass efficiency rating, not good. Not good. Yeah, he was he struggled through the air, but okay, that's fair enough. Um, all right, what do I got here? Uh, I'll go with where's my number nine? Oh, there it is. Uh, Marshall Falk. Uh, San Diego State, 1992. He had 1,630 rushing yards, 15 touchdowns. His problem was that he played for a bad San Diego State team. I think they went five and five. Um, but he was the best player that year, man. There he was. Gino Toretta from Miami won it. He 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 won the Heisman, and then Falk was in first. And Gino Toretta put up pretty solid numbers. I won't, you know, but Falk was he was amazing. It's just played for the Aztecs, man. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see here. I've got, do I have any other honorable mentions? Okay. I'll go. I didn't, I yeah, might not. <laughs> Darren McFadden. Uh, you know, so when people talk about McFadden, usually they talk about 07. Um, cause that's when he had like arguably his best year, but that was the year Tim Tebow won it. And Tebow was unreal that year. Yeah. I think, I think Tebow did deserve it. Like rushing, passing, he was incredible. So mm-hmm. like to me, like, okay, McFadden, maybe, but no, I think Tebow deserved it. But I'm going to say Arkansas or McFadden in 06, the year before this, his stats were slightly worse than his 07 numbers, but um, Troy Smith won it that year, you know, and, and, in, in 06, and, you know, he put up good numbers. Troy Smith put up good numbers. He good. Mc, yeah, he was good. He was good. But, McFadden just carried Arkansas. I mean, they did like everything around him. He ran the wildcat. He passed. He threw for three touchdowns that year. Uh, he rushed for 
you know, 16 or almost 1,650 yards and 15 total touchdowns. He was, he just meant so much to that team that won 10 games. Like without him, I mean, you know, they're nowhere near. I mean, and they may get seven wins or something like that. They were just terrible. They had Casey Dick and uh, Mitch Mustaine were their two QBs ah, yes. that year. Funny and interesting. They threw the exact amount of passes that year, both wow. of them. Um, and they were, te- they were horrible. Like they just put up terrible numbers yet. McFadden just carried that team. So, you know, I, I he was, he was amazing. I, I know hog fans always will be like, Hey, McFadden should have won. And I, I can see it. I just think they're choosing the wrong season. All right. I yeah. was, uh, I was a classmate of Mitchell mistake. That's right. That's, your, that's we were right, in like yeah. a very small, so one of the breakaway <laughs> classes. And yeah, that's right. When you he like transferred, him, right? he, uh, I don't know. Not, I don't really have an opinion. <laughs> oh, okay. But, but I just remember he went by Mitchell. I call him Mitch. You know, he's like it's Mitchell. It's like, oh, <laughs> thought it was Mitch. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's why you go by on CBS. Himself. Yeah. Well, then he ended up getting arrested, but that's a different story. Oh, um, he did. I don't remember that. It was for like uh, I think like selling prescription drugs or something like that. I want to say I don't want to. Hey, could be slander. Who among us right now. hasn't it was done that? <laughs> hey, you know. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, but yeah, he was a real. Sorry, Mitchell, but he was a real bust. Um, yeah, he was a big time recruit, and he led Arkansas sort of. Well, to they were like because he started. They were like six and zero or something, and then they yeah, benched him. But that, it was yeah. it was in, they were in spite of him. Like he wasn't doing I well. Know. It was McFadden. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think I have. You know what? I do. I do. How about um, two thousand three again? I. You know, Jason White won the Heisman. It's so hard to compare quarterbacks yeah. to different positions. Thought that this is one that could have gone the other way because Jason White of Oklahoma, if, if I didn't say that. But Larry Fitzgerald from Pitt was yeah incredible. Like when it's when yeah. you talk about most outstanding, it's it hard not to think that Larry Fitzgerald was more outstanding. Ninety-five catches, sixteen hundred and seventy-two yards, twenty-two touchdowns, massive numbers, especially back then he had over a thousand more receiving yards than anyone else on the team yeah i've also had that stat nice oh did you yeah, yeah. that's right. an original one too it wasn't I, like i know we had to like just look for it on the stats it wasn't like it's quote or anywhere no 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 yeah nice so right. he carried the team barely and, but he did and he was um just just past the eye test right like you watched him oh, just like a freak incredible and like there so with the statistic of a th- more a thousand more yards than anybody, like everybody knew they were going to him mm-hmm. yet. He was still able to come up with these amazing catches. And, uh, you know, you see this, these old highlight films of him in practice and stuff. And just, I mean, he was, he was amazing. He was incredible. So very deserving. Um, I'll go, I got, I'll rattle off two here. Kind of Adrian Peterson in Oh four for Oklahoma. He was the true freshman. He was and great. That was, that was part of the reason why he didn't win. He was a true freshman. That I is, know Liner had a pretty good year. It. I mean, it's Liner. yeah. I mean, Liner had an amazing year, and I don't know. I know I'm a USC fan here, but I wasn't at the time. But it's like it's hard yeah. to say that someone was a snub when you know Liner was great. He he was he was very very good. But Liner had studs all around him, and but you know, yeah. fair enough. But as a true freshman, he had over 1,900 yards. Um, I just feel like Peter was outstanding. Like, he was, he yeah, was he was amazing. a beast. Like he was, the, I thought he was the best player, you know, but, and I, I, I Leinert wasn't 
he had a good statistical season, but I just feel like he was a little bit more of a product of what was around him. Fair, fair, especially in hindsight. But yeah. let's, uh, we got to talk about, we've gone this far in the episode, and I assume it's not going to be in your top, well, maybe it will be in your top three. 2005? No, it's not going to be in your top three. So 2005 is oh Reggie, right Reggie, yeah you can't any i saw lists out there well, with vince vince yeah. young as a snub i vehemently disagree because reggie bush in 2005 first of all you vote before the national title game yeah so i know it, it is what it is but yeah. even if you did like reggie bush you talk about i mean vince young's great too but you can't say reggie bush didn't deserve the heisman the guy was unbelievable highlight reel 8.7 yards per carry getting yeah. a lot of carries like yeah. and receiving yards and like it's he was he's one of the best college football players i've ever seen so was Rhett vince young but yeah it's just kind of tough luck that both of them were in the same same year had had such you, great seasons you could argue both and you, you would be right i mean after looking at the national can, title you can't game you can have vince young as as one of the biggest snubs i don't think I don't have him in my top three. I, I have, I had him an honorable mention just cause like, I don't, I'm not saying he does totally deserved it over Reggie Bush, but you can make the argument. Um, I mean, with the hindsight of the national title game, of course, then it really yeah. makes sense before the national title game. It obviously Reggie Bush makes more sense. Um, but you know, just, or at just least the like as much sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the Here Rose Bowl moment, Vince young, you can say is one of the best seasons ever to not win the Heisman. Right. And and if had he won it, then Reggie Bush would be one of the best seasons ever to not win the Heisman. Yeah. They were two amazing players. For sure. Uh all right, let's go with um I'm I'm saying Stanford, but it's not really a snub, yeah, sort of. Stanford. So like they just had some great guys not win it. There was 3 years in a row where they finished second, 2009 through 2011, 2 years of Andrew Luck. He lost to Cam Newton. Understandable. It's the right call. Then to RG3 mm-hmm. the year after. Again, it was understandable. RG3 yeah. it was a little better statistically. Like, made sense. So two years, Andrew Luck finished second. Then Toby Gerhardt lost in 2009 to um, Mark Ingram. Uh, yeah, maybe Gerhardt deserved it over Ingram in that mm-hmm. scenario. But, you know, unfortunate. But then, okay, he moved forward a couple years, a few years. Uh Christian McCaffrey. Well, now you're stepping. Now you're stepping on my top three. If Christian McCaffrey finished second in 2015, that's not all though. <laughs> then you got Bryce Love who finished yeah, second. Bryce Love, yeah, finished second to Baker Mayfield in 2007. So that was five second place finishes in nine years for Stanford. That's, that's insane. Brutal. I mean, yeah. it's brutal that not one of them won it, right? And honestly, like, other than McCaffrey, I, it was the right call in my opinion. Like. Yeah, what what who won ahead of uh, Bryce Love? What year was that again? Baker Mayfield in twenty seventeen. Oh, it was Baker. Yeah, you said that. And he yeah, had yeah. a great year. Like, yeah, it, I mean, it, come on. You, can, I mean, you yeah. could have had Bryce Love. That would have been a, you know. But I don't think you can say for sure. Like, oh yeah, he deserved. Look, number. look at Bryce Love's. So he had twenty one hundred eighteen yeah. yards, yeah. nineteen rushing touchdowns, eight point one yards per carry. He was amazing. Hard to be much better than that. But Baker Mayfield was is one of the all time great quarterbacks. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I didn't pick one out there, but it was just like I had to mention poor Stanford. Like at least they got Plunkett, but you mm-hmm. know. 
Okay. All right. Top three time. Top three time. All right. Not loving it. All right. I'll go first. Number three. We already want to start from one or three. We count three. Three. Okay. All right. Well, we we talked about it. Is is I guess Tony Dorsett, Chuck Muncie. Take your pick. I should have yeah. picked someone. I didn't. But it's uh, it's Tony Dorsett or not Tony Dorsett. Sorry, uh, Archie Griffin's second Heisman. Yeah, I don't think it deserved it. It's not. Yep. That is a sacred thing getting that second Heisman. He's the only one. Yeah, you should have earned that more, man. Yeah, he should. He should have earned it more. Four <laughs> touchdowns. So, sorry, no, dude. I know. How did hey, that I'm happen? I would love to. How did that happen? I don't know. Did they have another around. running back on the team that they went to at the goal line, or who knows? But it's crazy. I don't think they were passing the ball a ton that year. So, uh, yeah, that, that one's surprising. All right, fair enough. Uh, maybe I'm going Homer, but at number three, I took Tommy Frazier, uh, Nebraska, nineteen. A lot of people agree there. Yeah, a, a ton of people agree with that. He had 31 total touchdowns that year through just four interceptions. But again, as we kind of mentioned with Crouch. In 2001, you kind of have to look past the stats a little bit for those Nebraska quarterbacks just because of the offense that they had. And, you know, he just was a machine and so good at running that offense effectively. And that 1995 team, of course, went undefeated and, you know, widely regarded as the best team of all time. Um, and he was maybe the biggest reason why they were just, he was oh, yeah. so good. He was so good. And Eddie George won it that year. And, it, you know, he had a great year, no doubt about it. But, you know, uh, Frazier just was seemingly the best player on the, be- like the best player on the best team of all time. feels like you should win the Heisman. And then of course the, you, the national title game happened and, mm. yeah. you know, of course with hindsight, you would have given it to the Frazier then. Cause he would just, yeah. you know, what we, they did to Florida 62, 24. He had like 200 rushing yards and just dominated. There's another episode Heisman Heisman's that would have changed Ooh. if you could vote after the bowl. <laughs> Vince that, Young would be one. He would have won it. Yeah. And Tommy Frazier. Maybe McCaffrey, too. Unanimous. Yeah. Uh, with, with Against Iowa. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I don't I don't actually remember oh, that. He, oh, he just totally dominated. Like, yeah. the first play, he just like, you know, uh, middle pass or something for like 80 yards and just. Okay. The whole, maybe he had a kick return or a punt. He was just like, they could, okay. Iowa couldn't touch him. It was an insane performance by McCaffrey in that game. Well, all right. So you've got your number three. So I'll go to my number two. I'm, you know what? And Dominican Sue, I put there. You convinced okay. me, Ryan. I want <laughs> you to make the case, though. I think you can make a better case, but it's, yeah. Uh, is this no, your number I, one? Is this your number one? Sue is my number one, yeah. So All right, well, let's wait on it. Let's, let's wait on it. Who's your number right, two? Right. McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey from Stanford. Well, he's my number one. So, okay. <laughs> all, all right. So, so I'll, <laughs> all right. I'll make the case for, yeah, Christian McCaffrey. So, so Derrick Henry, this was 2015. Derrick Henry, Alabama, great season, 2,200 yeah. yards rushing. Very good. But, you know, it's one of those where it's, it's, it's a hard argument against it. But, but every, every Alabama running back, you know, at that Ingram side. Ingram and, the, you know. Although you could say it's the same for Stanford after the, the guys we listed. But, but McCaffrey was just, like when you talk about outstanding, um, he, so he had 2,000 rushing yards as well. And was on top of that though was basically a wide receiver. Forty five catches, six hundred and forty five yards for yeah. a running back. That's amazing. Had, had more yards per carry than Derrick Henry, not running behind the Alabama offensive line, uh, presumably with less talent around him than the Alabama Clearly. team. 
also had a punt return touchdown, kick return touchdown, did great things in the return game. I just think overall he had way more of an impact on his team and just was more dynamic. And it's just that he played late at night for Stanford and not for, I the, for Alabama. I agree. I mean, if you traded them, like I, I think don't, I don't think Derek Henry puts up the numbers that McCaffrey did at Stanford. Like, and, and McCaffrey puts up just as much, if not more, you know, at Alabama. I just, McCaffrey was way more valuable to his team than Henry was. Like McCaffrey, he was Stanford. Like they were just, he was so good. He was so good. Just he was like great. You said, he was late at night and not a ton of people got to see him, but fun to watch. All right. Number one, Mr. Undamakin Sue, uh, Nebraska 2009, D tackle. 85 tackles. That's pretty much all you really need to say. 85. How does a D tackle get 85 tackles? That's just amazing. I know. Especially when he is so dominant yeah. and was dominant the year before. So everyone knew him. He was getting double and triple teamed. You're not yeah, supposed to get put up stats. Those guys no. aren't. You're supposed to make, when everyone's double teaming you, you make a great impact by allowing other guys to make plays. But and he, he did still both. found a way. Yeah, I, exactly. Find you a D tackle who does both. Yeah, exactly. I can't. I mean, eight, so 85 tackles, 20 and a half tackles for loss, 12 sacks for a D tackle is just insane. He had a pick, uh, actually a big pick against Missouri that turned Kyle, turned the game around and uh, led Nebraska to a win. Um, it, it, to me, it's the best season from a defensive player that I've ever seen in person, like not in person, but I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, in person, I saw him at 09. So. We went there to the go. Arizona Hollywood Bowl game. Um, but the best season I've ever seen from a defensive player, you know, uh, just me personally in my, you know, I started really paying attention in early 2000s. Never seen a more dominant defensive player. Uh, not even close. Um, he just controlled the games. And you saw him in the Big 12 title game against Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like four and a half sacks, I think it was, versus Colt McCoy finished second in the Heisman. He just made them look like chumps. Uh, he just dominated Texas's offensive line. Like you said, there was two guys on him pretty much every play. And there's, there's he just multiple threw him around like ragdolls. Yeah, like, he, or he threw him around or ran around. Cause he's so yeah. athletic. And he just like, he was, he was incredible. Uh, Mark Ingram won that year. He had 1,650 rushing yards, 17 touchdowns. Give me a break. Like <laughs> yeah. those are good numbers, but yeah, like for a Heisman running back, uh, that's not that great, especially 2017 or 2009 sorry um so you should have pretty big numbers but if you look at sue stats for a d tackle it's just like earth shattering numbers not even close so sue was by far the best player that year i wish they would be more willing to give it to defensive players i don't know how he didn't win it how did he not win it because they well he didn't even come what did he finish? He, he got fourth. Or? He got fourth. Yeah, fourth. Gonna, yeah, yeah. How does he get fourth? I mean, he was, you know, I, I, it doesn't make sense to me. That's such a screw. I, I, you know, if I was a voter, like now, I would be more willing to vote for I defensive I think he would have got stuff. a lot. I think, I don't think he would have won, but he would have been a lot closer if that season happened this year. I just feel like, I don't know, the tide seems to be turning. Like, uh, yeah. who was it? Aiden it, Hutchinson and Will um, Anderson. Will Anderson got a lot of buzz and they, you know, neither one of them was necessarily, I mean, a lot of people thought Will Anderson was clearly better than Hutchinson though. Right. I guess a lot of people didn't because I think Hutchinson finished ahead of him, him. but like they weren't Sue. No, 
No. So if exactly. and it was just one guy, they were kind of splitting the defensive vote with each other. If yeah. that season happened again today, again, I don't think he'd necessarily win. Well, maybe he would, but he'd have been closer. It's just too bad that they didn't have a decent offense that year. Otherwise, I think Sue would have won it because you know they would have had an amazing year, and they would have been national title contender because that defense was the best in the country that year. And with a decent offense, they you know they could have competed for a national title. They just had such a horrible, horrible offense. <laughs> but Sue was the uh, best defensive player I've ever seen. Okay. All right. What's the second best D tackle like you've ever seen? Like impactful. Well, I I remember one year for defensive Nick, player. We had defensive player. Hard to say. Nick Fairley had one amazing year. Yeah. There's probably other guys I'm not thinking of, but that one when you say that kind of stands out because feels like he put up big numbers too. Let me. I'll pull it up. Yeah, right go now. ahead and look up because there's what, a couple other guys like Luke Keekley had some some pretty big moments, but he was BC and. Mm-hmm. You know, that's obviously uh, not that great. So, but, you know, Honey Badger had some big moments, mm-hmm. but it's, it's really hard. Okay. Here's, here's Nick Fairley. Um, 60 tackles, 24 that, tackles for loss, 11 ooh. and a half sacks. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's, it's, it's not quite uh Sioux level, but it's, it's right there. It's um, pretty close. I so mean, yeah, it, you know, that, yeah. But I, you know, you do feel like Sue just commanded more, and you know, fairly was a good rusher, no doubt about it. But Sue did everything. He was. I mean, Sue had twenty five more tackles. That's that's a lot more tackles. Yeah, it's a thing. Like he stopped the run as even better than Fairly at because he was so big and just strong. But yeah, nah, it's you know, obviously I'm a Nebraska f- homer and fan, but like I feel like I'm looking at Sue objectively, like. If anybody's listening no, in the in the in yeah. the comments, tell us like if you're watching on YouTube, like who who do you think had a more dominant season than Sue in 2009 as far as defensive player? I I don't think there is one in my opinion. You mean who? Not just in 2009. Any defensive player? Any defensive player know. ever? Yeah, ever's a long time. So I I'm open to someone, but yeah, yeah, I'm open to it. I'm just I, I don't know who it is. You Woodson? You're gonna say Woodson? Mm. but i think part of his appeal was the return game and, exactly you know, played a little, play a little receiver yeah yeah exactly I think, exactly so we didn't uh bring up herschel walker as well i think maybe it was his yeah was it his freshman season that or did they did freshman not play back then I, I it might recall. have been his sophomore year like an 80 maybe 1980 or i can't remember but yeah i look back at those years and i was like eh, you could have okay mentioned him but i think it was also it was him and like i'm trying to remember who he would have had to he got snubbed but over you know under i don't know if it was earl campbell uh it was somebody else though Let's like go okay 1980 heisman voting right now might have been 81 or something i, I well her walker finished third in 1980 okay and First was George Rogers of oh, South that's right, Carolina, South Carolina. Yeah. who did he did put up bigger numbers. Yeah, he did. So exactly. It was, yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like too much of a crazy one there. So, yeah. All right. Well, anything else? We all good? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 my list. I mean, I'm sure others will have some other opinions, but I I, that's, I like hearing about the opinions. I want other people to comment on our channel here and 
be like, Hey, what do you, what do you think? Like, yeah, it's an I interesting agree. discussion. Like, yeah, no, it was a good idea. Answer Ryan, my I'm question. Who, answer my question. Who had more of an impact than Sue? People, okay. please give me a, give me that in the chat or in the uh, comments or in the discord. If you're a, if you're a Patreon. Okay. Uh, sorry. I was a baby Ryan about, uh, <laughs> coming up with this list. But. <laughs> All right. I'm glad you helped me power through it. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening or watching this episode of the College Football Bros. As always, we brought it up earlier, but we'd really appreciate your subscription to Patreon. Helps us uh, keep this thing going and, you know, put out episodes every week. So uh, you can do that. Yeah, patreon.com slash college football bros. It is five bucks a month. So uh, again, thank you. We'll see you next time.